Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Locker Room Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Kyle. And before we do anything else today, we have to just get started right at the beginning with recognizing and celebrating some of our Mountain East Conference individual champions for our men's wrestling team. This past weekend, we had five different individual MEC champions. We had Kaivon Grace, last week's Locker Room Podcast guest, Nico Taddy, also Ty McGeary, Mason Christian, and Francesco Borsellino. So we are so excited and so proud of them for their accomplishments last weekend. Today, I am so excited to introduce our guest. We have a junior on the men's track and field team, Makai Anderson. He already has broken his own school record multiple times this season. You'll hear from him today as we talk. He's just had a fantastic career so far with uh, running on the track team here. And I'm so excited for you guys to get to hear and learn more about him. All right. Welcome to the locker room. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. All right. So normally we start the podcast pretty similar for everybody. And we just go back to the beginning so we can learn a little bit about your background. That is like what led you to be here now. So let's do that. First, just tell me where you're from. And then we'll get into how you got into running and competing in track and field. Yeah. So I was uh, born in PA, and I lived there until about sixth grade, and then I moved down to West Virginia, and that's kind of where sports all started. Nice. So whenever you first got into sports, like what were some of the first sports that you played? Uh, it was seventh grade, kind of a late bloomer. Yeah. <laughs> so I moved in sixth grade. I got uh, my friend Carter. He actually introduced me to sports, like team-wise. And so seventh grade, they all convinced me to come out and play football. And then football turned into basketball, and basketball turned into track. Nice. And then when I got to high school, I kind of just backed off of to basketball and track only. Nice. That is actually really crazy because I feel like normally you start like as soon as you're walking, <laughs> yeah. they're like putting you in t-ball yeah. or flag football or whatever it is. Yeah. So, well, I grew up uh, just active. I mean, I have four other siblings, so like we'd play whatever outdoor all day. And then my the school I went to, we had like a cross country team for the younger kids. So mm-hmm. I was a distance runner before oh, I became wow. a sprinter hurdler. So that changed seventh grade when I realized uh, distance sucked, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I can run much shorter distances. So kind of stuck with that. Yep, I I ran track in like middle school and high school. Um, and I always said the warm up lap is like the longest the that I want to run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about track. So whenever you were in high school, what, once you realized that you preferred sprinting, what were some of the events that you did in high school? I've always been a hurdler. When I started, everyone said I had good form just because I was flexible. So I stuck with hurdles and I started like dabbling in high jump, sprinting. I really wasn't that fast, but you know, I did it. Uh, the four by one relay, stuff like that. Every time coach threw me in the four by four, I had to stick it through. Yeah, so you're from West Virginia, so do you have, like, your memories of, like, competing at Laidley Field at the state track meet, like, any of those? Fondly enough, <laughs> I've only been one time. Really? Yeah, so sophomore, or I feel like freshman, sophomore year, I wasn't tall enough to go over the hurdles efficiently. Yeah. So it was more like I was jumping them instead of running them. And then junior year is COVID, and then senior year, oh. I pulled my uh, quad. I still qualified. Oh, so wow. I went. And I mean, the experience was great, but yeah, I've only been one time. Wow, that is actually really crazy. Yeah. So, what, let's talk a little bit about 
while you're in high school, when maybe you realize that you could go on and continue your track career in college? I think I started looking end of sophomore year. I was torn between basketball and track because uh, my friend Carter, he wanted to play basketball and then I was better at track. So I was kind of up in the air and I think it was about junior year I uh, during COVID, I think I signed because I remember everything was online. Like I had to scan a PDF, all that. Yeah. So I think I committed junior year and then senior year just kind of uh, voted out. Yeah. So since you were like looking at colleges during COVID, were you able to like come here and visit in person? Yeah, that was the weird part. Everything was uh online, like yeah, pe- the uh, virtual visit. Yeah, like PowerPoints, like pictures, this that, and the third. Uh, Westlip was like one of the only schools I could actually get out and visit to. Um, I had one with like Grove City stuff like that, but everything got canceled because of COVID. So mm-hmm. like it was really hard pinpointing where I wanted to go because, like, I've only seen, like, one in person, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think that that is, like, ultimately why you decided to come here because you were able to, like, meet some people? Yeah, and it definitely played a big role. I came here with the head coach at the time, Coach Simpson, and he knew everybody just walking around. Like, it felt like a nice community. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom loved it, so, I mean, she kind of played a role in that, too. Yeah, so it just seemed like a good fit? Yeah. So if you would be, like, talking to someone that's in high school now that's maybe, like, looking at some different college options, what's something that you would say to them if they were looking at Westlip as a choice? Uh, depends, because, I mean, there's not – what do you want to do here is the question. Yeah. Because, like, if, you're, if you want to play sports, then you got to put your time into sports because there's not a lot, of do, a lot to do, like, on campus. Yeah. You get to go off campus to, like uh, – it's like we're secluded, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, coming from a small town, that didn't really bother me. But, like, if you're, like, a city person, then, you know. Yeah, like, all the preference, be, what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, that might be a little tougher. But if you want to come to West Liberty, I think the community is great. Uh, they offer a lot academically, athletically. Uh, they try to get people out, like, the activities they do. Yep. They get people together, stuff like that. So, I think it's a good fit. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right. So, now we got to talk a little bit about like your time running in college so far. So what events now in college are you typically running? And we can even kind of break that down indoor, outdoor, and we can talk about like those differences too. Okay. So indoor, the the big difference in indoor and outdoor is like in my world is uh, 60 hurdles, 60 meters indoor, and then 110 outdoor. Yeah. So indoor, there's no weather, there's no wind. Like you're just kind of there. Uh, but the race is over like quickly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if you mess up your start, then you're chasing the whole time. Outdoor, if you mess up, you have so much longer More time to, to pick it up. yeah to catch up. And that was my biggest thing freshman sophomore year was I was a better second half runner. Mm-hmm. So my indoor season they were good, but they weren't great. And then this year I'm finally starting to like dial in on my start. So I'm like I'm able to race a full sixty now. But yeah. I was like last two years I was only racing like the last twenty thirty. So that's a big difference from my world. And then as far as the other events, we still have uh, a lot of the same events, but it's on a 300-meter track instead of a 400-meter track. Mm-hmm. So the turns are sharp. <laughs> they catch up with you. You're not ready for it. But uh, the biggest difference is just the uh, atmosphere, too. Yeah. Like outdoor, it kind of feels spread out because, like, throws are way over the hill, and then you can, like, spread out on the football field or whatever indoor everyone's like right there with you like Mm -hmm. teams on top of teams like everyone's on the corner yelling stuff like that so yeah so um like in your indoor meets 
so far this season? What have you competed in? Uh, mainly hurdles. Hurdles. Every meet, hurdles. I, I do high jump like once a meet because you have to qualify for the conference. Mm -hmm. So I, I usually high jump like once or twice before conference just to get in and then I'll compete at conference. And then I've done, actually I'm about to do the open 60 just because it's fun. I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes I, most of the times I get thrown in the 200 as conditioning and I do my best to avoid the four by four. It's not a fun race. So what is it, what is that like? indoor running a 400 if the it, track is yeah it's smaller. a full lap and then so like basically if you start the start line you run a full lap and then and continue through off the turn oh i so i ran like hurdles sprints in high school in the 400 that is like it's yeah, own beast so i cannot imagine <laughs> whenever you finish the lap and it like in your head you feel like you're done but then you're actually yeah, not, you're not done. done that seems no. very difficult yeah um, all right, so last year, your team won the conference championship in the indoor season. Yeah. Talk a little bit about what that was like, like what those feelings were like, and then how you've used that to prepare for this indoor season. So going into conference, you can see the uh, like the rankings, I guess you call yeah. it, based off of, so top eight score. And so uh, they put it into this system and it shoots out like the top people like an order basically and we were right behind charleston uh going into conference i think we're right in front of them one of the two but we knew we had a chance to win it right mm -hmm. so we got there i didn't high jump last year but we took one through six i believe in high jump wow and then we were like all right like we got lock in like we can definitely do this and i think it's split over two days and so like the first day like after that night we're in the lead and we're like, all right, we have to like stay locked yeah, in. Yeah, because you get all the points on the second day. It's mm -hmm. like all the sprint finals, hurdle finals, all that. So the second day comes around, and event after event after event, we're just watching the scores, update, update, update. And we're like, hey, we could really win this. Like, I think it came down to the last two events. We had secured first, and all we had to do was not false start. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're like, we got this in the bag, just don't false start. Mm -hmm. So we can lose the trials, and it don't matter because we we win this, you know what I mean? So before the meet was even over, we're all celebrating, like dapping each other up, stuff like that, cheering everyone on. And it didn't really kick in though until like we got to the announcement and mm -hmm. we got handed the trophy. And like, then that like, was, you yeah, realized like, that what was you surreal. Just did. Yeah. Like everyone like Charleston, like they win every year. So like the fact that we could come in, because when I came here, we were good, but we were like fourth or fifth like middle of the pack yeah so yeah. like cs jump from like first fourth or fifth to first was it's insane yeah that is so exciting so then how do you feel like that's helped you and your team going into this indoor season because now that like you've like felt what it's like to yeah. win how much more does that make you want to work so then you can do that again and go back to back this season i think we're definitely chasing that feeling again uh, we have a lot of young people come in a lot of talent and they weren't there for it, so we're trying to, like, uh, obviously they don't know what it feels like to win a conference trip like that, but they got a lot of talent, and I think we can do it again, but we mm -hmm. have to go in, like, all business, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be a battle this year for sure. The Charleston's loaded right now, and uh, we can compete with them, but we have to be on our air game that day. Yeah. So you have, what, like about a month maybe before yeah, we have about I think we have about three more meets and then conference championships. Okay, so what are the things that, like, personally you're really trying to focus on in those last few meets 
just to feel the most prepared possible going into that? Uh, really just get my start dialed in. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it was, it was the worst part of my race. I'm starting to uh, really dial it back, get it right. Um, and then just make sure I'm in the right mental space. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure I'm taking care of my body. But the way I kind of been looking at it this year is like conference is a stepping stone to nationals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like the end goal is to take a trip to Kansas and compete in the national championships. And conference is like, it's like one step closer. You know yeah. I mean? So I'm preparing. I'm like kind of seeing through uh, conference. I was like, all right, we got it. It's just another meet. Like don't. Mm-hmm. Worry don't about it. Don't stress it. about it. It's just another meet. Like the end goal is over here. Yeah, I like that, and that's actually something I have in my notes. That last year you were really, really close to qualifying for nationals in the outdoor season, yes. right? Um. So just how has that motivated you to be like, okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> not make it next yeah, year. It was so outdoor last year was top twenty goes. Uh, I ran my PR fourteen seventeen at our outdoor conference. And that put me 22nd. And so I was like, oh, it's right there. And then two meets, two weekends later, we had our last chance meet. I think I went 14-22, 14-21, back-to-back. And then in just those two weeks, I got pushed back to like 26, I think, 28. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it was right there on my fingertips. So and I let it slip, yeah. So that whole summer, like, you go out, it's raining, just putting the work, you know what I mean? Like, I was locked in from... Basically, as soon as summer started, I'm like, I got to go to Nationals this year. Yeah. So, like, I talked to my friend Art about this. It's just some of those days where you don't want to do the work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It hurts. The workouts suck. Running <laughs> running sucks. <Hard. laughs> it's not fun, but it's, like, something that I like to do and something I want to be good at. So, sometimes you're out there by yourself, and you just got to put in the work and do it. Yeah, and that's something that I feel like I definitely felt and, like, thought myself when I was an athlete, and then I tried to – like press upon my team is like okay this workout might not be fun yeah like getting up this morning to do this it might not be fun like the way your body feels is probably not fun <laughs> but what is fun is winning yeah <laughs> and like what is fun is seeing like your goals like get checked off on the list the and like accomplishing dropped. what you're working for so I always thought say to them like to my team like okay the fall semester might not be fun like doing all of this stuff might not be fun but like we're gonna have fun whenever we're in season yeah so i definitely feel like that's like a good mindset. that's definitely the way to go uh, fall for us is terrible i mean it's <laughs> like we're all off season it's school and hard workouts and school and hard is just terrible it's mentally draining yeah but if you can get through that and then get through christmas break and then we start going back and it's just meet 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 mm-hmm. that's where it's like it all pays off yeah definitely so um Already this indoor season, you've broken some school records, and then have you like set the record and then broke it again? Yeah, already? so I I set the record. So the way I look at it, because I like I broke the record my freshman year, so it's just like a PR to me. Okay. So like, I don't want to sound like cocky or anything, but like, uh, I don't try to get caught up on like oh I broke a school record anymore. It's like how much closer to yeah like how much better can I get yeah what can I do to do that again you know what I mean so how is that mindset because I do think that sometimes like like you work hard you break a record and then you have it so like once you have it and you are then just breaking your own record how does that almost like change your mindset to be like okay like just because I broke it once doesn't mean I can't have it how do I keep pushing 
So the first time, obviously, I was chasing the record. It was like I was getting close, 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 and I finally broke it. And finally, like, your name yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, wow, like I did that finally. Yeah. You know, I was soaking it in. And then after that, it's like I'm expected to keep breaking it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, if I'm not breaking it, then I'm not getting better. Yeah. So it's like uh, you have to keep pushing yourself. And then I started comparing myself to uh, like other hurdlers in the conference. Mm-hmm. And so how can I, like what can I do to uh, get as good as you, if not better? Mm-hmm. And then last year, so I was freshman year. Yeah. And then last year when I had the records, it was basically just all like uh, trying to get the nationals, like trying to win conference championships, stuff like that. Just working, uh, I'm not against people, but like, like I like to compete, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. So, and then this year, like, the goal, obviously, is Nationals. So, it's not so much am I breaking the record, it's uh, how close to the National times can I get. Yeah, like, like, are you doing what you need to do to be able to end where you want your yeah, to end? Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Um, do you ever feel like, I don't know how I want to say this necessarily, like, do you ever just, or maybe what is it that you feel, like, whenever you're warming up at a meet that you're like, okay, like, I feel like this is a really good day. Does that make sense? Like, do you have those feelings sometimes? Uh, oh, that's a tough one. I'm not sure if I get a feeling. It's more like... Or like your mindset, maybe? Yeah, it's more like a mindset, like, you know, we got, like, business to take care of. What do I... Uh, like, basically, what's, what's a key point that I want to focus on today? Yeah. So, like, maybe last meet, it was, like, making my first three steps uh, linear, or, like, mm-hmm. powerful. Or maybe today, it's going over... Uh, hurdle one clean and then finishing the race clean uh i don't try to like think too much about the race because like in the past i've done that and then you get a sloppy race and it's not that good but yeah i think it's it's more of a what can i do to get better today that Mm -hmm. i didn't do last week yeah mindset and i also feel like for anyone that's like watching or listening that they maybe don't realize that like these races are happening in a matter of like seconds yeah so like i guess (laughs) not time to think like the yeah. gun goes off and then like you turn your head look back and you're at the finish line yeah, especially so especially indoor. super super quick yeah and indoor um so i guess that's something to consider it's funny because like if you think about it like the amount of work you put in over the summer and then like the off season and then over christmas break and you come back and you go like two tenths of a second yeah like to the outside world it's like oh it's only two tenths of a second but, but it's like a big deal. to a track athlete that's major yeah like it's crazy you train so hard for like a 10% improvement maybe yeah that is crazy um so yeah so right now like we're in the height of the indoor season and then how much of like a break or how quickly after indoor will you have to like switch your mindset and be ready for outdoor um usually it's about two weeks I think mm-hmm. maybe three that's right after uh spring break so we'll have indoor championships I think like third week of February and then about two weeks, and then if everything goes right, nationals will yeah. be that week. And I think spring break, and then outdoor, which is right there. So how do you, because you did talk about this a little bit in the beginning, going from, like, indoor, whenever it's climate-controlled inside, not dealing with elements, to then running outside in March, when we know that, like, <laughs> March is not very yeah. warm around here sometimes. Yeah, so what's that like? <laughs> it's all a mindset, really. I mean... Outdoor kind of sucks in the fact that you can't control the weather. Yeah. I mean, we'll drive two hours. It says it's going to be 60 out, and then you get there, and it's like 45 and wet, nasty. Yeah. Uh, but you just kind of got to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it sucks. It, it really does. Uh, another thing, 
like in my world at least, um, you get down in the box and I like look up and I see like through the hurdles. Mm-hmm. Indoor, it's like close, and then you get the outdoor and you look up and it's like out. wow, that's that's far. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you get to the middle of the race and you're just like going I mean, at it, going at it, doubling. Yeah, it. so you just it just feels like it takes forever to get there. Yeah. But then by the end of the season, it's like, oh, it's only 110. Like, yeah. it's whatever. Like, as you've grown used to it. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. All right. Well, is there anything else with track or any other, like, thoughts for the rest of the indoor season, outdoor season before we kind of switch over? Uh, what do you mean? Like, before we talk about, like, school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think we're going to have a good indoor uh, yeah. season, finish it strong, and then get ready for outdoor. Yeah, sounds good. Well, going into, you know, some other topics, let's talk a little bit about school. So what is your major? Uh, exercise physiology. Okay. Do you have any, like, ideas yet? And if you don't, it's perfectly fine. But do you have some, like, ideas for what you want to do after? Yeah, I think the goal is uh, physical therapy. Okay. Yeah. I was kind of torn between uh, PT and AT, and I went on a uh, internship this past semester, and I think I want to stick with PT now. I like nice. it a lot. Um, so are you you're currently a junior? Yeah. Okay. So then are you set to graduate like next year? If everything goes well, it should be next year. Yeah. There's a lot of math classes I didn't realize I had to take to graduate. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be a year. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. So then outside of school and track, which I know take up a huge chunk of your time, but outside of those two things, what can you like what can we find yourself doing on like an off day or just something else up that you like to do other than schooling? Uh, it, so if we're in season, I don't ever play basketball anymore. I stopped doing that. But like over the summer, stuff like that, outside of my training, I like to play basketball with people. Yeah. Uh, just go on walks, hang out outside, doing stuff, uh, bike rides are fun, stuff like that. But I don't really do that around here just because, like, last year I played basketball and I got injured right before coming back. So, like, all fall I spent trying to, like, get that back, get that back. And Mm -hmm. indoor, I was, like, behind. Yeah. So now it's, like, I don't play basketball or anything like that. Until season is over. Until it's completely over and I have a whole summer ahead of me. Um, Do you have, like, any other hobbies or anything else that you Uh, like to do for fun? Last year I got a motorcycle. Oh, <laughs> so wow. yeah, over the summer I definitely take that out. My brother has one, so we always go on rides and Fun. like take a day out, stuff like that. Yeah, nice. All right, so your episode is the first episode of February, and mm-hmm. February is Black History Month. So will you just maybe talk for a minute about what that means to you? Um, what you like, I guess, like the pride that you have, and just like any feelings that you have about competing as an athlete, especially in season and in championship season during Black History Month? Yeah, uh, it's definitely an honor to be able to like do what I do at the level I do that. Okay, what would you say to maybe like a younger kid that you could look at and maybe like see yourself from the past and maybe they have dreams of being a college athlete? What would you say to, to them to help motivate them to maybe get to where you are now? I would say that it's going to be a bumpy road. It's not always up. There's a lot of downs, but you just got to stick to it. You know what I mean? If you really if you really want to do it and you want to be good at something, then you have to be able to persevere through, like, all the tough times, you know, any injuries that happen, anything like that. Um, but keep people 
around you that motivate you too. Like it's not a you versus the world type of deal. It's like your team, your friends, your peers, your teachers. It could be anyone that just motivates you to be a little bit better than you were last week or the day before. Yeah, love that. All right. Well, now this is one of my favorite parts of every episode, and it's whenever we do fun rapid fire questions. Okay. So I'll ask you, and I want you to just try to think of your answer in like 30 seconds if you can. So, what is your favorite pre race snack? Post started getting these mini muffins, the chocolate chip ones. Oh. I ate like seven packs of those the other day. <laughs> They're so good. All right. Do you have a pre race hype song? Uh, I have a playlist I'll make. Uh, it really depends. So I have like a hip hop rap playlist and mm-hmm. I have like a Christian hip hop rap playlist. So like oh, it depends that. on how I'm feeling that day. Yeah. Nice. Uh, usually it's like usually the bus ride is one of them and then like the warm up is the other one or vice versa. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. After a meet day, when you finally like get home or get wherever you're going, what is your post meet meal? Post meet meal. When I get home, cereal. Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I could really kill a bowl of cereal. There you go. All right. Do you have any like meat day, race day superstitions? Yes. I have to put, I have, when I put my spikes on, mm-hmm. I have to put my right one on, then my left one, then tie my right one, then tie my left one. Okay. I can't ever do it opposite. If you, which I bet I know what you're going to say to this question, but if you weren't running track, what sport would you play? Basketball. I figured that's yeah. what you'd say. And then I probably know the answer to this too, but if you had to pick like your all-time favorite event that you run or that you do in track, what would it be? I want to say hurdles, but I feel like that's like too easy. <laughs> I started like in the, like the 100 and the 60. Okay. Like, I started realizing that like you have to relax to go faster. Mm-hmm. So like I used to like, like chop it, be like real tight the whole time, the mm-hmm. whole race. But uh, my girlfriend actually taught me last year that if you like relax, and just like let your body move, you go way faster. And so I might have to say like the open 60 maybe. Oh, okay. I like it. All right. So this is the last question and this is what we end every single episode with. And so the question is, if you could go back in time to your freshman move-in day, what would you tell yourself then based off of what you know now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'd probably say like just get out go like meet new people go like build more connections with people just like not even with your track team but like outside the track team like i've never done a toppers war here mm-hmm. so like maybe i'd go back and do that just to, like meet people stuff like yeah. that and then on the athletic side uh i would buy the spikes i have now because <laughs> they are so good so much better <laughs> yeah I, I bought them over break and it's it's crazy how different they feel i love that that's funny All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I loved having you, and I'm just so excited for everyone to get to listen to the episode and learn more about you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. You can find Makai and the rest of our men's and women's track and field teams today and tomorrow on the road at Youngstown State University. Uh, We also have our wrestling team on the road tomorrow at the John Suma Invitational and again on Thursday at Lake Erie. Our basketball teams are both home tomorrow against Charleston, where if the men's team would win, they would take sole possession of first in the Mountain East Conference. And then both teams are home again on Wednesday against Davis and Elkins. Lastly, the acrobatics and tumbling team is on the road tomorrow, kicking off our season. So I'm super excited for that.
Um, as always, just remember to follow us, the Locker Room Podcast and West Liberty Athletics on Instagram, Facebook, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, just so you don't miss any of our updates or our announcements. And then next week, make sure that you join us on Wednesday, not Friday, on Wednesday, because we are having a fun episode, a special edition celebration for National Girls and Women in Sports Day.